Episode 25 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. It's a great place to discover new makeup and uncover your confidence as a woman. And Minute With Mary is a minute with me. Guys, me, this girl that you're listening to. Just search the hashtag Minute With Mary on Facebook. Please, please, please request to join my marvelous VIPs there. Just come say hi. I'm a normal person and I want to help you feel more confident with your makeup. And life has a middle, too. And middles can be the hardest because that's when you can get really lost. But middles can be a beginning sometimes. Welcome to Hollywood. Please! Fine! I know I'm the best hairstylist in town, so I'll do your hair. Yes! I'll put cold and I'll make you look like Beyonce. And if you're lucky, you can have it all. And you are lucky. You are the luckiest, prettiest, sweetest baby ever named after a ceiling fan. From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, hello, everybody. How's it going? My name is Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and, you know, I... I miss my 20s. I really? miss my 20s. I feel like I feel like I was in my groove in my 20s. <laughs> Shake your groove thing. Right? Like, you know, I, I just, I got married to my wife. Well, you know, I was in my late 20s when we got married. But I met my, my beautiful wife when I was, oh, geez, 24. And, you know, I had some money put away. I was, I was working. I was, I was successful at my work. And, and I had a, this beautiful girl on my side hey, that, hey, hey. That, that just decided that she liked me. And it was, I miss my 20s, man. I know. It, it was a good time. It was a good time. Rebecca was right. You can get lost in the middle party of life, which was so far my 30s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as I was watching this this episode, I, I was going to give you a story about my 20s and, and how uh, I, I did, in, in fact, enjoy my 20s. But I decided against that. I decided against it because I almost, almost had to help Mary give birth in the back of my car, just like how Randall helped uh, Beth. God, that was a close call. <laughs> it was. It's, this is one of my favorite stories that Mary and I have together, which is for our second child. Felicity was coming, and we thought we knew what we were doing. I mean, oh, we, yeah. we had already been through all this. We were waiting. We were like, ah, we're not going to the hospital yet. They they told us that when we when we first went there with Reese, that like, hey man, you got a while. Like you you better just chill out. So we figured, okay, you know what? We're just gonna stay at the house. We're gonna be all right. Little did we know that a second child comes out much quicker. Frequently, yes, <laughs> and frequently, and it comes. It's it's just it's very. Fast pace. Didn't help that I'd been three centimeters dilated for two weeks. Right. So <laughs> already, you know, uh, we, Mary's in the tub, and all of a sudden, <laughs> she starts mooing. It's just I heard the sound go, Ugh! and she's like, "I have to poop." 
I was like, okay, go poop. She's like, no, that's not good. <laughs> that means I'm having a baby. So instantly I get in my, my Dodge Charger, which is a which was an RT, it was a V8 and everything, and I get Mary in the back of the thing and in in the back of the car and she's on all fours. <laughs> yep. And she's going and she's continuing to move. I'm breaking every single law that there is in Providence. Uh, on, on the roads, not going, I'm just blowing stop signs. I'm going 80. It's like 11 o'clock at night and I'm just begging cops to pull me over. Oh. And But the problem though was that Mary wanted to bring a camera. I wanted to document my birth like those hipsters do and they have those really pretty photos and they're in like tubs and stuff. Yeah, so we thought, if we, yeah, we, we're going to do hipster stuff. Yeah. The problem was that I left the camera and the battery and everything on, on my roof as I was driving. You left, uh, we had the camera, but oh, you yeah, left yeah, the battery sorry. and all that I left the battery stuff. and everything on the roof. So it went out into the middle of the road. Me, being the dutiful husband I am, saying <laughs> I want to fulfill my wife's dream and have hipster pictures. I stop the car and decide I'm going to look in the middle of the dock for <laughs> these batteries. While I'm on all fours all in the backseat mooing, <laughs> having a baby. And, uh, you know, I'm outside with my cell phone light trying to find these things. And she's going, I don't give an F about the thing. Get I in this car. I didn't say that. I yes, couldn't even speak. No, 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 no. You I were speaking. I just kept saying get in the car yeah i don't you know you i don't give an f about it was the like thing. i was just in Gold the bloom on jurassic park must go faster when yeah that was that was pretty much me welcome must go faster must go faster <laughs> so that is one of my favorite stories on this planet we were very close to giving birth in the car as soon as we got to the hospital about geez maybe five ten minutes later kid was out I didn't and, even get uh, checked in, guys. I didn't, didn't even get a wristband. That's another favorite of mine. I drove the car right up to the hospital. Right, <laughs> you're, right. You're getting a double whammy. I know. Right into my, right in front of the emergency doors, so no one could get in and out of the hospital. <laughs> it was just my car, my Very my safe. Dodge Charger, right. And the the lady, as Mary is is mooing, and she can't even walk. I have to I have to call cops over and nurses to come help me pick her up and put her in the in the wheelchair and send her upstairs. It was like they have in the movies, guys. And. And the, the lady that's at the front desk, she's going, um, um, excuse me. You need to check in. You need to check in. Excuse me. I, nope. gave, I looked at that lady. I said, lady, you have three questions. Choose wisely. Because <laughs> I already sent Mary upstairs. Yeah, I was I was already doing my thing. And she's, like, she's like, what's her name or date of birth and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, whatever. But just like, get out of here. Didn't even get the bracelet. Didn't get a bracelet. So that is my story. Uh, for yeah, uh, I saw yeah in this episode, I was like, "Thank God that wasn't us." Mm-mm. No, thank you. Should have seen that lady's face when I told her she had three questions. Oh my goodness! Because <laughs> normally they give you the paper and everything, you oh got to fill the whole thing out. So long when you go to the <laughs> ER. I was already giving birth, and the poor thing was like, "Oh crap! I just let someone into the hospital." Excuse me, you don't need even to, know her blood type. You need to check in. I don't even know if she's allergic to latex. <laughs> I know they asked me after birth. We hope you weren't allergic to latex. Oops. Lucky for you, I'm not. All right, so let's get into the show. Tell me a little bit about the details from this episode. The title was The Twenties, and obviously it's referring to uh, the flashback, which is our first flashback into the Pearson children's 20s. Hey. Which was an interesting move, I feel like, uh, on the writer's part. It's an interesting move. Interesting. And not like how your mom says it. 
Okay. Uh, well, kind of how like your mom says it. Yeah. Uh, you know, for for those who don't know, Mary's mom, whenever she doesn't like something, she always says, "That's interesting. interesting. That's interesting." And she says it with this real weird tone, yeah. so you just know immediately she hates it. Um, the director was Regina King. Now, some of you uh, fellow nerds out there may know who oh, Regina Regina. King is. She's an actress. She's an amazing actress. And if you follow uh, Mary and Blake Media, then you will know that she actually starred in The Leftovers, which is a favorite show of ours. Please go watch The Leftovers if you have not. It was on HBO. And then listen to Mary and Blake's podcast called The Living Reminders, The Leftovers podcast, whenever you get a chance. But she was in The Leftovers. She was also in 24, Mm -hmm. that show. And she was also in that movie, Ray. Uh, She's been in a whole bunch of other stuff like Southland or whatever. And she's actually directed a pretty good amount of television, too. She's a rock star. Including The Good Doctor, uh, Shameless, Scandal, and uh, Southland. So this is- Look at all those S's. (laughs) All the alliteration. Yes. So uh, she was, she's- she is multi-talented, man. That she is. And, you know, I love Regina King. If you ever see her in The Leftovers, oh, man, fantastic. Anyway, the writer for this one is Don Roos, who is actually a producer of this show. <laughs> what? I'm just seeing his name. It looks like Dunkaroos. <laughs> Don Roos, R-O-O-S. Don Roos. Do you remember those Dunkaroos? <laughs> I they were do like, remember. The, they were like little graham crackers that you dunked in frosting and somehow it became like a lunch snack <laughs> that was somehow acceptable to kids in the 80s and 90s. Do you remember the, the Do you remember the uh, the theme song to the Dunkaroos? Uh, I'm going to find it. Uh, I'm going to find it too. I'm going to find it before you. <laughs> no, you're not. Shoot, really? <laughs> 1994. No, no, nobody can hear it when you oh. play, you hoopy. Oh. I gotta play it. My name is Sydney, I'm an Aussie hunk. Got a wacky snacky, don't just eat your dunk. It's on one side, frosting on the other. The creamy taste will drive you wild. Dunkaroos, dunkaroos. Don't just eat your dunkaroos. Like this somehow was totally acceptable to give those five-year-old kids cookies dunk in frosting. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll we'll just slap an Australian kangaroo on it. He'll sing. Give him a lunchable with a dunkaroo, and that you go. There you go. So poor Don Roos. This Don Don Roos has uh, only right now. I think he only has one credit for This Is Us. But he was made a producer for season two. But you should actually know Don Roos because he's written many, many, many movies. uh, And he's quite famous for it, as a matter of fact. He wrote that movie Single White Female. Yeah. Uh, He also um, wrote Love Field, uh, Bounce, and Marley and Me. So all the tears for Marley and Me. Yeah. All of the tears. So those are the deets on this episode. My darling, after our Dunkaroos <laughs> segue. Let's talk about the lemonade bar. ratings. What do you got for your lemonades? My lemonade was a good, solid 4.7. Good episode. Wow, okay. Enjoyed it. Oh, wow. Really so, enjoyed it. So you it. liked it better than, than, than the last episode, Brothers. Yes. Really? Yes. I'm quite surprised by that. 
That's okay. I, because I, I, for me, I am on the same. I, you know, I think I'm going to switch with you. I'm going to go four point six on okay. this one. That's fine. Um, because but I, still, like in that same vein, like a solid it's episode. There. Like it's a we're we're getting some horses again. Yes, okay? we are. The, the ponies ponies are not there. Um, but we're it was good. It was interesting what they done with the twenties. Well, let's dive in. What was your GBG? What was your good? Your bad? Your great? You want me to go first? Yes, you, please. Okay. That'd oh, be great. You love for me to go first. Well, you You're always such a go gentleman. first. Let's, All right. Let's keep going. So my good for this episode was Kate and Kevin being so honest and ever loving, like mm-hmm. how they got to Randall's. You know, Randall's growing up randall's having the kid randall's married randall's got this nice house and kate and kevin being like yeah we're cool actually no we're not no i haven't had an audition in a year you know (laughs) i just slept with a married man like i just adore their relationship as children Mm -hmm. when kevin gives up his candy so that kate can have this little dream walk through the haunted house Mm. and now even here and even knowing how they go on in life i am just i i wish i had a twin Okay, I need that in my life. <laughs> my bad, Kate sitting in her car, eating fast food, looking at the house. Oh, oh my God. That is like, oh, have you ever had those low moments in your life where you are doing something like that and you're like, God, this is so low and I can't stop. Right. I can't stop. I just but suck right now. Just not I, but like life. Yeah, like everything things. just sucks. Yeah. Goodness, Kate. I've been there. Not that same thing, but you know, we've all been there and that's why this show is so good because right. it is us. And my great oh, was Rebecca. Picking up the broken mug, saying that was one of the happiest moments of my life, referring to the birth. But also your dad isn't here, and that's something that I'm going to have to deal with the rest of my life. The happiest moments will also be a little sad. And this is my great, because it is so real Mm -hmm. and so raw. And I have not, thank goodness, lost someone um, in my life yet uh, due to death. And I know that when that does happen, that this is going to be how I feel. Sure. And I know that it's how you know you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you bring it up all the time, where you say, "Gosh, my mom would have loved this." Right. And it's like so happy, and yet there's that part of you that's like the person that I love would have loved this alongside of me. So, and I loved how they mirrored that in this episode with Rebecca having to talk to Jack about how she had to do the conversation with Randall without him. And she said, I don't know how I'm going to do this without, you know, how I can't believe I did this without you. I can't do this without you. And here she is saying, you know, to do these things without him is so sad. Mm -hmm. And it was just a great moment of truth and human honesty. How about you? What was your good, bad, great? My good was, I, I think it's good writing that Kate was so unaware about little Billy Palmer being paid off right? by, by her brother to hold her hand. Yet, she is in her adulthood very well aware that her, her diner love mate, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just diner call him. love mate. Because I don't think that's, I don't think he's got a name Ugh. in the episode. The diner, the diner love mate. <laughs> uh, she knew that he was married. And she figured it out. I don't think no, she no, always think, knew. Well, she said deep down she always knew. Uh-huh. And she still slept with him. <laughs> but after realizing that she has just been self-sabotaging, you talked about sitting in front of the house eating fast food, right? Yeah. She's been self-sabotaging herself her probably mainly her all of her 20s, which is why, you know, she's you know, uh, she's at the diner and she mm-hmm. isn't doing anything of like real like that that is that follows her talent ability. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so she just decides, screw it. I'm I'm gonna 
go to I'm going to leave Pittsburgh and I'm going to leave my dad. I'm going to leave the shadow behind and I'm going to go to L.A. and I'm going to live with Kevin. Now, that may not be the best decision on the whole planet, but you know what? It makes it's something. Yes, it's something. It makes uh, it makes Kate an active character who takes her life into her, her own hands. And it shows you, wow, this is what she did because of her diner love mate. Right. Yes. The bad. Okay, come on, man. Why the hell does it got to be all the Larsons that give the crappy candy away? Right? The Larsons. That's the house that Randall wants to skip on Halloween. Because the Larsons give licorice. You, Blake, hate licorice. I effing hate licorice. I can't stand licorice. Why Why in God's name would any Larson in their right mind give away licorice, right? More importantly, they even spell it the way that I spell it. With the E. It's like, you know, it'd be one thing if they spelled it with an O yeah. on the map. You could be like, oh, that's not that, us. That's not us. No, that's no, no, no. This was an E. It's Danish, not Swedish. Drives me insane. And it just so happens to be that the Lassens are the group of the people who blew Randall's 10-year-old mind about his miracle baby status. Come on. I know commandment number one is not, is supposed to be for This Is Us too. is that you can't kill them for something they haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking this as a direct affront to my character. A direct affront. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Don't they know that we have a podcast about Seriously. this show? Or Seriously. at least they should have known at the time. Alas. So the great for me was Regina King. Ooh. I thought she did a phenomenal job at directing this episode. What she brought to the table was spectacular. Truly. It was uh, paced very well. Um, and, and that is... That has to do with editing, but it, it but mainly it's the way that things are shot. So it's paced, meaning the way how things move along, the rate at which things move along in an episode. You could have serious action, then all of a sudden it's like dead silence, and you're like, oh my god, I don't know if I'm going up or down or left or right. But it just it felt right. It felt mm-hmm. nice and smooth, Stable. especially considering the back and forth between the 20s and and then future and all of that stuff it was and then the kids and halloween it could have gone really awry but more importantly the, the subversion of expectation that uh, that that she does does in this episode uh like with Kate uh in how things were handled with her uh specifically as it relates to I mean, this is again this kind of writing, but the way she shoots it, it's important. The way that Kate just shows up to the to the bar, mm-hmm. and the guy, the guy, the 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 diner love mate, you know, you think he is going to say, "Hey, man, we're just friends." Yep, yep. But he doesn't do it. They go and they go and they do it right, uh-huh. and and the way that uh, she directs Kate is very important where, mm-hmm. where she's just like ah, I kind of knew it the whole time it's just like a slow realization uh, and the way that she handles the shots of Rebecca talking to the children at the end of the episode mm-hmm. uh, in, in, it's, it's in the 80s um, with Jack framed in the back Ooh. Uh, with with him just looking in on Rebecca as she doesn't even know it, but as she's speaking, he's there. Yeah. Um, and then when she's in the future, he's not there, obviously. Oh, gosh. Um, Pulling at my heartstrings. It's because I'm awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just gorgeous stuff. I, I really, really, truly appreciated everything that um, that Regina King did this episode. Maybe, Lovely job. Maybe because I'm biased and I love Regina King. <laughs> Could be so. I'm willing to go that far. 
Man. So what did you think? Where did you want to start on this one? So you gave it a 4.7. You liked it better than the last episode. I did. What, what really stood out for you? Like, what's the one thing that stands out? The one thing. I, I can't even believe. I legitimately cannot believe you, you, you're taking this long. Do you want to know why? Tell me. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. Oh. What are we doing here? Oh my gosh. You're right. <laughs> I like thought I wrote it as my good and then I changed it. Maggie. You are sleeping on Miguel on this one. <laughs> I can't. I thought this was going to be the first thing you talk about. Oh my gosh. Miggy's on Facebook, guys. Just sliding into those DMs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you never know. You never know when love will be kindled on oh, Facebook, on the book of faith. I adored. I mean, I feel like we just need to talk about Rebecca. Well, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people will say that this episode was about the kids. It's the 20s, it's Randall having his child, and uh, it's uh, uh, Kevin dealing with the fact that he loses his friend and, and uh, trying to get auditions and doing hair, and then but Kate moving to new. L.A. But it was like, we didn't learn Correct. anything. Correct, yeah, like, we, nothing new. Yeah, like, yes, we, got to, we knew that Randall had this breakdown, so we got to see it, but I wasn't surprised by Randall in this episode. It's not like there was anything new about Randall, and there wasn't anything new about Kate or Kevin. Everything that I right. saw, I said, yep, that fits in character. What was new was Rebecca. Right. What was new was Jack calling Rebecca out mm-hmm. and saying, you're treating Randall like like he's something else like right. he you know like he is he can do no harm and for Rebecca and Jack to have to really go through that relationship and all right sure we'll split the kids down and Rebecca trick-or-treats alone with Randall and mm-hmm. does see this happen to him mm-hmm. and then does have to have this conversation alone right and I'm, I'm absolutely glad that you brought this up because this is absolutely a Rebecca episode, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not just because, you know, we get the this the, the reveal about how you, you, your boy Miguel. <laughs> my boy. <laughs> uh, slides into her DMs. Yeah. But because she has to face all of these things as a strong woman and it gives yes. her slightly bit more it gives mm-hmm. her yes we we do learn I mean, we, we already know that she ends up with miguel but how it happens is important because we've been asking that question it's part of the puzzle you know there, there's there's several pauses that are going on now sure. at the same time and this has been a huge thing is how did we get from miguel being jack's best friend jack dying and somehow miguel and rebecca end up married right and to now know i mean what did he say like what have you been up to these past eight years Right. It's been eight years years since they've talked. Right. Which Which, makes me feel good. That's a good amount of breathing room. It fits within the timeline. Yes. Because, you know, the kids were born in in 1980. Mm -hmm. They're showing the 90s. Uh, 95, 96 is when, 97 is when Jack dies. Eight years later, uh, we're we're talking about, oh, 2005, 2006. And they made it. Very clear at the beginning of this episode that the setting was 2007, 2008. What makes you say that? Uh, all the Ob- Obama Biden oh, stickers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sprinkled okay. Every- everywhere. No, they weren't sprinkled. They were splattered everywhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whenever I see sticker that amount of stickers in someone's home, I could just think about the copious amounts of rubbing alcohol they're going to need to remove that sticky glue <laughs> once the sticker is no longer like 
nice, you know? But, but this is absolutely a Rebecca episode. Yes. Because more importantly, what you learn about her is that, yes, of course she's sad. You know she's sad. I needed this episode. But you needed to know the fact that even though she can experience happy moments, and this was the happiest moment of her life, Jack is still ever present in her mind, which is why she still wears the moon necklace. Well, you know, what was really important about this is I feel like we love Jack and Rebecca. We love Jack and Rebecca, but it's because we love Jack. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rebecca's great. Rebecca's cool. But Rebecca's a flawed, tired mama who, you know, but she's, but Rebecca and Jack, like they make each other so much better. Mm -hmm. And I feel like older Rebecca We've kind of had a chip on our shoulders. We've been like, you kept stuff from Randall. Granted, mm-hmm. that was the whole life that she's done it. But we've been mad at Rebecca for that. Sure. We've been a little weirded out that she's married to Mickey. Uh, the the we, whole thing with Kate. We, exactly. We, we don't love how things are with she and Kate. So I feel like we've needed an older Rebecca episode mm-hmm. to remind us that she is half a person right now. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I totally agree. One of the things that I really like, too, about how they framed Rebecca in this episode and how I, I've kind of noticed it throughout the entire run so far mm-hmm. is that when you see Rebecca in her 20s, you know, she's this vibrant young woman or in her 30s, rather yeah. vibrant young woman. Even she's frazzled, obviously, because she has you know triplets. But, yeah. you know, it's Mandy Moore. Yeah. And she's she's frazzled, but still fabulous. The, the girl, she just floats on a cloud. Yeah, right. She she's does. just she's just beautiful. Yes. And, um, but as they show Rebecca later on in mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. you know, obviously she's still, she's still gorgeous. It's yes. all makeup or whatever, but Manny Moore does this really cool thing and how she alters her appearance and how she alters her like face. the way she, the way she, uh, holds herself, yes. the way, her posture yes. it, and, um, you know, she's just a little bit more controlled. She's, she's a, little a little bit, bit more, more conservative. Li- like librarian. Yes. As she gets older, she sits like she has a little stick up or bomb and she does little shorter movements like the librarian. Right. Going, and she like holds her arms up. Yes. Like, We're both hands. doing it. It's the newscaster hold. <laughs> yeah. She does the newscaster hold slash like the little woman who makes cookies for the people next door librarian. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to knit you something, honey. And yeah, I that's almost what... see that as a protective thing. You know, yes, we joke that newscasters do that. But when you like protect your core, you hold you hold yourself in a little bit. Sure, yeah. Look at you. Sad. Look at you oh, getting yeah. there with that one. I like this episode. I, I the reason why I gave it a four six. Mm-hmm. Um, is, it was a four seven until I said four seven. Then you didn't want to match me because you hate when I order the same food as you at a restaurant. I, I can't kind stand of it. it. I can't stand when you order, order the first. same food as me. It drives me nuts. I know. It drives me crazy. I don't know why, but it's like, don't copy me, dude. Get your own food. We should just get two things and then share it. <laughs> um, I gave it a 4.6 because I felt like I didn't really learn anything from the 20s. But it was made better by the fact that if you look at it through the Rebecca. lens of Rebecca, yep. you see something very special. Yes. Which is, it's an exposition. Well, not exposition. It's an example of how when she and Jack met each other in their 20s, it mm-hmm. was something out of a passion. And yep. it was instant. And you could see it. Yep. And it was palpable. It was there. It was textured. It was vibrant. 
And it was a stop in your tracks moment when they met each other. And truly a unique one, you know, because this is one of the things that I feel like television makes you feel like all of us are going to have our show stopping soulmate moment in our 20s, maybe when we're young, who knows? And I love that this show has Jack and Rebecca getting Mm -hmm. that crazy mad attraction love. Sure. But then their kids... Very different. I mean, right. we haven't yet seen the the Randall Beth. That probably will be the same thing. But we see Kate sleeping with a married man, eating French fries. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Kevin <laughs> not even getting an audition, already divorced. Mm-hmm. Or was he divorced by this point? No, he yeah. was not divorced. Was oh, he still married? He actually, he might have been. Yeah, he might have been divorced probably by this point. Was. Yeah, yeah, he been. was. Yeah, he yep. was. So we've got like the complete opposite. These two kids, their lives are like not even close to starting. You right. know, it's just kind of like revving and neutral. And right. I love that this show does it because it's like, yeah, some people do get that fairy tale romance. Sure. And it, we know it ends early. But even Randall and Beth, I mean, yes. you, you know, they're the power couple, you mm-hmm. know, the, of mm-hmm. all, you know, hashtag relationship goals, right? I, and Randall's my binky. And Beth is... Oh my gosh, she stellar. Is, she is awesome. But, you know, I think it was interesting finding out that you could see how she walks in eggshells around him at this time. And she, even when she's talking to Rebecca, it's just like, you you weren't there. I liked that she did that. Yeah, me too. Because Rebecca's saying, oh no, it's fine. It's it's like Rebecca from mm, Halloween, right. where Jack's saying, no, something is wrong with Randall. He is being a little too strict with these things. Right. And I like that Rebecca, that Beth put her in a place and said, you, you weren't, weren't there. there. Yep. Yep. It's, it's when, it's like when you finally become an adult and you, and you you're like i actually have my own opinion yeah and trust me i actually know i know you were his mom i get Uh it trust me but i know i was there what a relationship building thing though between these two women for her to be able to say to her you weren't there right like yeah i know you're his mom i know you've seen him almost all of his life but you weren't there and then a couple hours later rebecca's there ready to catch the football coming out of bath Right. You know, from like this awkward, no, you weren't there. Like I'm the queen bee of Randall to now these women coming together. That birth scene made me so happy for Rebecca because Mm -hmm. Rebecca, remember, was under for her births. Right, right. She, I mean, she didn't get to have that. You know what I mean? She didn't get to have this kind of experience, nor did she have a woman, friend, family member. I mean, she wasn't close with her mom in the room with her. Right. So, and and Kate, obviously, in in this show, isn't going to be in her 20s having a baby. So here she is, Mm -hmm. able to do this. So I want to get back to what I was saying a little bit earlier about you know, the Jack and Rebecca meet in their 20s and it's this vibrant thing. Yeah. It's amazing. And this is why I love this episode because when you see your boy, uh, your boy Miguel. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. When he slides into her DMs, this is one of those things that's a mature way. It's mm-hmm. not, it may not be fiery passion. It may not be, um, uh, it may not be something out of complete love, but it's more of something like, she didn't just fall into yes. into 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 your boy Miguel's arms. Yes. It was just a mutual respect kind of thing. Yeah, and it's her attempt to just say, it's like Doctor K going on the date with mm-hmm. the lady with the dinner. Yep, with the with the rugs totally on the wall. Natural and normal. <laughs> when you didn't know what tapestries were. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. It's just like yeah. I love how how she types. I'm hanging in there, but she deletes it and says. I'm good. Mm-hmm. What are you up to? Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic. Yes. And I loved 
I love the this the the distinct dichotomy between these two relationships and how they both began. Mm-hmm. And it's more of an indictment, I think, on how older people interact as opposed to people being in their 20s. Uh, so I, I really appreciated this at this aspect of the episode, which is what I thought was important. Mm-hmm. And and even though it was, you know, it was this episode was a little bit on the nose. I do feel like the way that it was shot and the way that it was created, especially at the end with the reveal of um with Rebecca talking to the children and saying, man, you're going to get lost in the middle and, yep. and how it was interspersed between the eighties and then the, and then the two thousands with, with Randall's kid. Uh-huh. And it, it was almost like a singular conversation, but at the end of the conversation, she's saying, I think I have a new beginning for myself, which means she's already mm-hmm. sent the message you know, she's already done that. Yes. Um, and 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 Beth has helped her with the Facebook thing. Ah, oh, man, excellent. Can't even. Truly excellent Can't stuff. Even. A couple of things. Well, yes. actually, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? No. Really? Nothing. No. I mean, I feel as I said, I feel like I enjoyed my time with the big three, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like I learned anything particularly new about them. Right. I en- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing them in their twenties. Man, the twenties cannot can be tough sometimes <laughs> a couple of things that i noticed first first of all uh, another completely great laugh out mu- laugh out loud moment yeah. when jack says great so i'm rhoda with a mustache it's <laughs> 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 awesome oh man that was great i'm rhoda with a mustache and then i think it's also hysterical that even though kate dressed up as good sandy in greece and randall dressed up as michael jackson which is which are two total pop culture staples yep. they didn't understand who sunny and Cher were <laughs> sweethearts sweethearts i was like oh man and oh kate oh my god what the bangs the bangs on kate Listen. Woof. Listen. <laughs> that that wig yeah. is terrible. Oh, well. That wig is awful. I mean, d- is that kind of what it would look like when I had those bangs? Yeah. Yeah? Like, maybe it's just the bangs. I'm not a big bangs guy. I know you're not. Not a big bangs guy. I, like, I love do, bangs. I can do side-swept bangs. I get bangs every other year. I know. And you think like it's going to like change? Yeah. Like, you think I'm going to be like, oh, that's awesome, Mary. No, I think that my hair is going to look different. And yeah. then I cut it and I'm like, oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't do what I want it to do. It, it doesn't look Oh, good. well, the bangs. <laughs> All right. So uh, no new additions for okay. Puzzle Watch 2018. Yeah. As uh, this episode was, I don't want to say inconsequential, except for the fact that we get the Miggy thing. Mm-hmm. But do you have any hot takes for this week, my darling? I do not. No hot takes whatsoever. Nope. Well, luckily, I do. So, again, I was saying that this one is, this episode, is, again, not inconsequential. It tells a, a, a fine little story. Yes. It does what it does. It makes us love older Rebecca. Right. It makes us understand older Rebecca. And it makes us understand how she came together with older Miggy. And that's why I can't help but wonder if Miggy's going to die on Rebecca too. Oh, gosh. I can't help but wonder it. Oh. I can't because I don't want to say it's a a relationship of convenience. Yeah. But it's certainly a, a relationship of that was born out of um 
grief mm-hmm. and a need to move on. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Miggy goes away on Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm throwing that out there. It is what it is. I, it's probably not going to come true, but it would just feel thematically the same way to me. So that is my hot take of the week. Probably not one of my best hot takes, but I, I couldn't really think of anything off of this episode. It's okay. It's hot. This one, this one was difficult. I'm not going to lie. All right, you ready to close this bad boy out, my I darling? Am. All right, let's do it. Guess what? September's almost here. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. Oh, you know what I'm really excited about? The fact that you keep coming with the one-two punches with the written reviews and iTunes. Gosh, you guys, you're going to feel so happy. Mm. Nickname for me said I'm a longtime fan of Marion Blake's Outlander podcast. So of course, I follow this podcast. I love Blake's detailed analysis of the who and what of yes. each episode and the funny, insightful points they make about each episode. But guys, the best bit of these podcasts is the very beginning of each, where Marion Blake take turns sharing why the episode episodes were so relevant to them. I cry every time because their revelations are so beautifully expressed and so poignant. I never listen on the bus in London anymore. (laughs) Thank you, you two. I know it can't be easy to be so vulnerable. Your honesty is much appreciated. Well, thank thank you. For now, my name's Mary. I'm Blake. And this is us too.